Hello, everyone, and welcome into our first episode of the Indiana Softball Podcast. My name is Max Rezik Tewinkle. Derek is not with me today, but he is going to be another one of the hosts for this podcast. We're two of the broadcasters for the team. And, I mean, man, are we excited to get going for this season. The Hoosiers have already gotten their season underway so far on the year. They are 5-4. and four. We got a really exciting guest today, so I'm just going to run through really quick, just kind of introduce what we're looking to do here. We're looking to take a look at the team, break down series, look ahead to the next series, and really get to know this team a bit more. We're going to try and get a bunch of guests in here, players from the team, and just talk to them about the team, talk to them about themselves, so you all, the fans at home, can get to know this team a little bit better. So, the Indiana Hoosiers started off the year in Florida with a loss to Louisville 5-9, to but then they bounced back with two straight wins against Florida Atlantic University, 11-1, to then Bethune-Cookman, 3-1, to then they fell to Northern Illinois, 3-14, to that last one was canceled, so they fl- fly home, have two weeks off, and then this past weekend, they had a great series of games, three against Hofstra, two against Florida State, Florida State, the number three team in the nation, the first game against FSU didn't quite go how they wanted, they dropped that one 0-9, to but then the second one, again, against the number three team in the nation, they really took him down to the wire, ended up one, two, three. But, I mean, Heather Johnson came out, had a fantastic showing. Heather Johnson, one of the freshmen, and this is just a very young team that has shown flashes really throughout the year to get things going. And head coach Shonda Stanton really emphasized that a lot as we've been talking to her to get this season going is that this is just such a young team, Team 49, and they just need to be thrown into the fire. They need to get things going. So some of the things that I wanted to touch on, the Indiana softball team closed the weekend with a commanding 6 to nothing win over Hofstra on Sunday. Key moments in the second inning. Sarah Stone hit a triple. Again, Sarah Stone, a midseason transfer. And then Lindsey Warwick drove her in with an RBI single to put the Hoosiers up. One to nothing. In the third inning, Cora Bassett hit a home run to center field to put the Hoosiers up 2-0. In the fourth, the Hoosiers added two runs on Hofstra errors. Then in the fifth inning, a Grace Lorsung sacrifice fly scored Brooke Benson and put the Hoosiers up 5 to nothing. In the sixth, Tatum Hayes singled, stole second, advanced to third on an error, and scored on a Warwick sacrifice fly to put the Hoosiers up 6-0. Just kind of notes on the overall season so far. The Hoosiers, with that win, improved to 5-4 and four on the year. The home run by Bassett was her second of the weekend and third this season. She's been really strong this year, already swinging the bat. Against number 3 FSU in that second matchup, she got on base for every single time that she came up. She was really a spark plug on that first at-bat against FSU to start off the year, a ball got lost in the sun. She starts off the game at second. That was a really big momentum shift for the Hoosiers that carried them all the way through the sixth and then just kind of got away from them, but a great showing against a top-five team in the nation. Indiana stole six bases in the game against Hofstra and 15 total on the weekend. The Hoosiers have 26 stolen bases already through nine games this season. That is what this Indiana Hoosier team is really known for. 
They like to run it. Heather Johnson picked up the first win of her career with a complete game and six strikeouts against FSU in that second game. Again, just a fantastic showing from her. Really excited, and the fans should be excited as well to watch her grow throughout her career at Indiana. Lindsey Warwick went two for two with two hits and two RBIs against Hofstra. Indiana outscored Hofstra overall 18-4 to over the three games this weekend. The Indiana pitching staff tallied a total 2.90 ERA on the weekend. So next, and I'm very excited for this, we have got an interview with Grayson Radcliffe, one of the senior leaders on the team. She homered in one of the games against Hofstra. That was her first of the year, but it really helped propel this team and the momentum on offense. And she has just become an absolute leader on this team and a spark plug. She's full of energy. I'm so excited to talk to her. Take a listen to my interview with Grayson Radcliffe. All right, Grayson Radcliffe, thank you so much for joining us today on the inaugural episode of our uh, Indiana Softball Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. The sun is shining and it's a great day. Yeah, speaking of speaking of sun, how is Florida? Because you kind of you avoided the that cold spell in Bloomington. Go down to Florida. I was looking at the broadcast when we were watching you guys this weekend. The feels like temperature was 89 degrees. And Derek and I were sitting in the booth at Andy Moore just very, very jealous. And then you come back and you get the sun. How is Florida? I like to say that we brought the sunshine back with us. But <laughs> um, I-, I love to play in weather like that. I'm I'm way more of a 90 and sunny girl instead of a, a 65 and kind of overcast. So I was thankful to play down there in the sunshine. But it's definitely a different environment for our Indiana people. So, um, you know, it was nice to be down there, but it's great to be back at home this weekend. And so on that trip, you guys end up going three and two. You sweep Hofstra, and then you had that first game um, with Florida State where it wasn't quite clicking, but then that second game, I mean, you guys took them all the way to the sixth, and then midway through the sixth, that's where it kind of got away from you guys. But, man, you guys really took them to the line there. How did that feel, and what did you think about your team kind of bouncing back the next day after just having a tough outing against Florida State? How did you think you guys bounced back? Yeah, it was really nice to see the way that we were first up from that first game to that second game. And I, I think for a young group like we have, it was great um, for you know those young ones to be in a situation like that where they they really had to fight and compete and dig deep and see what they got. And I think that that proved to everybody that you know Indiana softball, um, like we're we're right there. You know, we we are right on that breaking point this year. And um, I think it showed, you know, Heather went the distance and yeah. um, Bree came in and kind of gave us a great little outing in that last inning. And, um, you know, we had some great things that were executed and then we had some things that didn't go our way. But um, just to see kind of the flip switched and how everyone really kind of dug deep and competed and um, with the number three team in the country who really in a lot of statistical categories is up there with the top in the nation, um, if not leading in some of those categories. So um, to be able to make some stuff happen against a team like that and really kind of dig deep and compete in the energy that we had that game was just absolutely incredible um so it was really nice to see our group kind of come out and fight with that type of grit yeah and then so you mentioned heather she had a great outing um i mean she was just she was throwing yeah, she was she throwing was. in that second game against fsu um and she struck out Edenfield. i think it was twice twice and i mean 
she could not get anything going against her. What was that like watching Epic. just out in the field <laughs> at third? You got a direct line watching her throw. What was that like, especially seeing one of your young players, mm-hmm. one of your freshmen Really going out there and just dealing. Yeah, and Edenfield's a freshman too, but she's a red shirt, so she's got a little bit of experience under her belt. But um, I think just the like the determination and the mindset that Heather had going into that game, we knew that Florida State struggled a little bit more with a left-handed pitcher and a pitcher that threw a little bit of off-speed. So um, Heather just went right at them, and she attacked them, and what she had was working. And to see her energy on the mound after some big strikeouts like that or after a big play um, was just really, you know, that's what pumps a defense up. And so I think that's... That's really what kept us going through that game is her energy. She started that on the mound. Yeah, and speaking of defense, Kerr hits one off the wall. Juvia gets it off the bounce, lasers one to Brooke. She gets it to you in time. Tell me about that, that highlight play. I, I feel like I had, I mean, I could see the whole field at third base. So, like, I saw it all happen. And off the bat, I was like, oh, crap, I, like, I don't want this to be over. You know, because initially I was like, that's gone. And then it hit the wall, and I was like, okay, we got a shot here. And then Juve played it perfectly. Brooke had the perfect relay. And then it was like, boom, boom, catch tag. And, um, I mean, once again, if you go back and watch the video, Heather's my favorite part of it is seeing uh-huh. her jump up and down afterwards. Um, and that's the first person I looked at after I made the play. So um, it, it's plays like that that's seen our defense come up big and, you know, make those type of plays and that type of moment is um, it, it's really like a bri- it's a bright light for what this season yeah. is ahead. And I mean, when you got that tag, you jumped up right away. Did you know? Oh, did I you knew. know you immediately. got it? Yeah? Immediately. I mean, so. And how did you feel? There were a few times when the camera kind of panned over to Heather after the inning. And I mean, every time she finished her half of the inning, she just whipped that mask off, jumping, looking at the bench. How did that fire you guys up? Yeah, I think that was the confidence factor with her that day. We talk about a lot that confidence is past success and preparation. And um, Heather was prepared going into that game to face those hitters. And she's had some past success in practice or, um, you know, in her first outings the first weekend in Florida to really kind of go at those hitters. And so we fed off of her energy. It's like I said, she started it on the mound. And so for her to come out like that was really inspiring. Yeah. And as one of the kind of senior leaders for this team, you had your first homer of the season against Hofstra, how did that feel to kind of get that going, get the bats going a little bit, and how do you think that helped propel your team to victory and kind of give you guys momentum on this series? Yeah, it was nice to start out the weekend with a bomb. Um, you know, I'm never trying to hit them. It's, a, you know, I'm trying to just barrel the ball up and get on base for my team. Um, but it, it was a nice little spark for the weekend, and, um, you know, the, the bats continued, and, and we did sweep Hofstra, and um, it was nice to kind of see that through the weekend. Yeah, and not only did you sweep them, you uh, shut them out in two of those three games. How do you think that helped boost the confidence of this young team? Because that's something that, I mean, we've heard a lot about this team is that they're young, but they're, they've got the drive and the fire. How do you think kind of seeing you guys blank off for two of those games, how do you think that boosted your guys' confidence? Yeah, I mean, I think it shows that you know, a lot of people say it's hard to beat a team three times, and um, we knew that after that crazy FSU game on Saturday that our focus Sunday was Hofstra, 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 and that they were going to give us a fight, and um, you know, we were going to fight right back. And so I think for us to go and, and shut them out twice um, showed that, hey, whatever pitcher we put on the mound, you know, they're going to get their job done, and they're going to go right at their hitters, and then we got the defense behind them to back it up. So. Um, you know, once again, I think it's just a growth moment for our team, but it's also really awesome to just see um, how all these young kids are stepping up and how our seniors are stepping up and, um, you know, just making that happen. Yeah. And then, 
I mean, right there with you guys celebrating Coach Stanton, Coach Bell, and Coach Fern all out there. Gabby Jenkins was there with you guys too. How have they helped you to grow together as a team? How have they kind of guided you guys in that leadership role? What what do these coaches mean to you? This is a question that I feel like I could speak for hours on because um, there are no words to describe exactly how amazing and phenomenal that the, those coaches are and just what they've done for Indiana softball and for this university and for me as a person and an individual. And I think the best part about them is they don't just coach you on the softball field. They coach you as a person and in life. And there are people that are going to be right there by you every step of the way, um, long after your time repping the script on the field. And um, their belief in us as athletes is higher than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is just to have a coaching staff that believes in the deepest core of you, no matter how much you're struggling or, you know, how much of a hitting streak or, a, you know, a pitching, whatever you want to call it, you're on, um, you know, they're going to have the deepest belief in you as an athlete. And so, you know, to have that support from them and then to know that that's going to be there off the field as well um, is just amazing. But, you know, they've really inspired our senior class to really go after what we want um, this season and, um, you know, they're continuously preaching that into us in practice as a team and as a squad. And every day I could sit there and listen to Coach talk for hours. So, you know, um, just to have her empowerment and Coach Fern and Coach Bell and now Gabby's empowerment as well, day in and day out, um, is it's a blessing. And, I mean, Shonda's, Shonda Stanton's got a kind of swag about her out there. Oh, yeah, she and does. In and that, in, that, <laughs> in that FSU game, the camera kind of came over to her. She's rocking the aviators out there. I mean, what what has she taught you guys as a team and you about kind of going out there with confidence, mm-hmm. having swagger as a team, just kind of that that mentality that, you know what, whatever comes our way, we're going to face it head on. We're going to face it like the Indiana Hoosiers and Team 49, and we're going to go out there and give it our best. Yeah, I mean, she competes day in and day out, and she loves to win, and she loves the process, and um, that's something that she's preaching into us day in and day out, and um, you know, with her being so zoned in in that Florida State game, anytime that someone on the team maybe wavered, I mean, you just look straight at coach and she's dialed in. And so when mm-hmm. you have a coach that is that dialed in and zeroed into what's going on, um, it's easy as a player to be confident. And, um, you know, she she constantly tells us that, you know, we, we're capable of anything that we set our minds to. And if we say yes to possibilities, I mean, the sky's the limit for this group. And so, like I said, having a coach and a staff that believes in us um, is something that's really special. Yeah. And then one change that you guys have had this year is having Coach Jenkins at first. How Has that changed anything for you guys? I mean, we saw Tatum get on, Tatum Hayes get on first mm-hmm. base, and then she gunned it to second. She got that steal in, and it, there was a feel when, when Derek and I were in the broadcast booth watching She's gonna go at some point, mm-hmm. and there was just a feeling that she's gonna she's gonna get there. How is as the the leader in steals and Coach Jenkins? How has that helped kind of have her be at first? What is that presence like? Yeah, I think it enables any base runner to get over there to have a little bit more conversation with her because I, I said this earlier in the year, but Gabby sees things from a perspective that. Um, you know, we we kind of see through the lenses that we see because she was in the game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a huge asset for her and a huge asset for us. And then it enables us to talk to Coach Fern and the dugout a little bit more about, um, you know, the pitcher's tendencies and as a hitter what we're hunting. And um, it just kind of opens up more conversation for how we're going to attack certain situations. And Tatum did a great job this weekend. I think she had five stolen bases on the weekend, which is absolutely phenomenal. And um, she got her swings, if you don't know what those are. Um, as we start to rack up the stolen bases, we'll get some wings on our cleats. And uh, it's kind of a little, uh, you know, 
you know, program that we, we like to battle and compete in. And um, Tatum was the first one to get them. So, you know, maybe she'll get her second set this weekend if she continues to get on and run. But uh, having Gabby over there is really cool. And, um, you know, every time I get on, we, we have a little conversations or we're joking with each other and then it's business. And I'm like, okay, when's coach going to give me the green light? But um, Gabby's awesome. And I'm so thankful that she's on this coaching staff. Yeah. And just kind of one more thing before we move into some, um, some quick questions here just about, about you and the team. As I mentioned earlier, a very young team. What have you seen from this freshman class? Who have you really noticed is just going out there and putting in the work? I mean, and just the class as a whole, what have you seen from them? Yeah, it's kind of um, interesting when you look at it because I feel like our sophomores are freshmen all over again because they didn't really get a full season last year. I mean, they did, but it wasn't the the out-of-conference type schedule mm-hmm. that we typically play. And so I feel like we have a team of not just five freshmen, but nine freshmen. Um, but out of that freshman class that came in, I mean, they're all doing something special. You saw Heather and just the energy and the impact she had. And then um, Bree's the spark plug out there, and she yeah. can swing it too. And when she swings it, if she makes contact, I mean, she's going to crush it. And then um, Kinsey's holding down the fort in center field and has made some legit plays out there. And then Minnick comes in and gives us a spark. And then you got Sarah Stone, who, um, you know, comes in as a mid-year. And we're not an easy program to come into and kind of catch on to everything. And she's taking it like a champ. And um, is one of my favorite people to be around and just hear speak and, um, you know, her energy. She's she's just so funny and uh, so dedicated to this game. And so that whole group, um, you know, I'm really excited to see their growth over the next four years um, because I think by the time they're seniors, the squad's going to be really powerful. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they bring the rest of the season. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about the whole squad. Let's kind of let's talk about Grayson Radcliffe a little bit. Let's 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 do some fast facts with Grayson Radcliffe. What do you say? I'm on it. All right, let's go. Favorite color? Green. Fa- Me too. Oh, I love green. Favorite movie? Um, I I, I like to say We Are Marshall, and not just because I went there, but I just love that movie. I think it's or Mamma Mia, that one too. Mama, those I, are like my two. We uh, Are Marshall's my sports movie. Mamma Mia is my other one. Do you sing along? Oh, all the time. Okay, I've got a question <laughs> about singing later, so we'll get to that. Okay, Favorite okay. book? Mm, I, I really don't read a ton. I hate to say that, um, but I read the whole Hunger Games series. Ooh, that one's interesting. Do you? Do you have any like children's books that you remember? I don't read much either, but I remember. Goodnight like, Moon. I remember reading Goodnight. that one a lot when I was younger. Okay, I like that one too. Okay. That one's good. Favorite <laughs> restaurant at IU? Uh, Malibu Grill. Malibu Grill. What do you order? Salmon. S- nice. Favorite class at IU? Oh, right now I'm in a strength and conditioning class for my grad school. Um, nice. And so you know who doesn't love a strength and conditioning class when you're an athlete? There you go. Favorite thing to do with the team. <laughs> Um, our bus trips, like when we're on the bus pregame, I mean, it's just rocking in there. Jeremy can attest to it. Maybe okay. you'll experience it at some point in time this year. But well, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on the, on the road with you guys. Yeah, right? come on. So do you guys have any, any like bus songs? Do you guys sing on the bus? Like, are you a fan of The Office? I've never seen it. Okay. So there's an episode where they're all on the bus and they're just singing songs as they go to the beach. Is that you guys? Are you guys? Oh yeah. Like. Yelling at each other, playing games. What do you guys What do you guys like to do on the bus? Well, it's been, you know, this year a little bit different because our two trips we've flown to, and so we're only on the bus for short periods of time. Um, mm-hmm. But pregame, we just crank up the music and kind of have a big dance party in there, so it's really fun. But um, when we take our bus trips, sometimes we do like those, someone will put the headphones on and have a microphone and like be singing, but they don't have the music playing uh-huh. out loud. Or um, we'll play different games or um, kind of like word games where you're trying to guess stuff and some of the freshmen don't know the tricks yet. 
And so it's like, how long is it going to take them to figure it out? But um, there are so many avenues and so many things that we do on the bus. It gets kind of crazy up in there. All right. So favorite, best, best dancer on the team. Best Who's dancer. Who's got the moves? Juvia. Juvia's got the moves. You're Juvia. Fo- okay. Best singer. Uh, Kate. Kate. Okay. What about best chef? Juvia again. Juvia. Wow. I'm, I'm hitting Juvia again. Mama Juve cooks it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Best. Who's the team comedian? Probably Brit or Brie. Brit or Brie. Okay. And Brie's, Brie's really shy, too. Yeah. You, you, don't, you, you don't get behind get closed doors and she'll, she'll, okay. she opens up. She's got she's got some jokes. All right. Uh, team team parent. Who kind of who kind of takes care of the rest of the team? I would say Juvia and I. Yeah, I, I feel like I've answered Juvia for all these, but I mean, you know, her being a senior, she's just kind of got it all by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, she talked a little bit about how how she feels. That's one of the areas she really feels she's grown. She has as she comes and she thrives in that too. She really does. And how has that been for you too? Just coming into this program, transferring in, um, and just seeing the growth from when you first come here as an underclassman. And then just watching yourself, watching the the coaching staff impact you, your fellow teammates impact you. How do you feel you've grown over the years in this program? I've grown tremendously in this program. You know, these coaches recruited me when I was, you know, 13, 14. And um, unfortunately, I didn't get to play for them at Marshall. But the Lord works in crazy ways. And, you know, I get the opportunity to play for him here. And kind of like I said earlier, not only as a player, but more as a person, um, you know, a daughter, a sister, I, I just feel better in all aspects of my life um, now that I've been impacted by them. And so after that uh, team parent, who's the most competitive? Who's got that fire on the team? There's so many of us, um, but Cora. Cora's, Cora. Cora's got a fire. Okay. Do you ever kind of look over her? Because you're on third. She's typically on second. Mm-hmm. Do you ever kind of look at her and, and she's just there to pump you up? Uh, well, we just feed off each other. Yeah. You know, I think our whole infield does that really well. But um, Cora competes at a high level. And so it's fun to have another person like that on the field. All right. And so last two here. If Team 49 could travel anywhere in the world for a series, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, where would you guys go, do you think? You can answer this as you or the team. I'm going to answer it as me. I think it'd be so cool to go to Greece and play. Like, I, I just think that would be awesome. I mean, Japan has some legit softball, but I wish the Japanese players were in Greece. Can I do that? <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? And then, so I'm going to set the scene. All it's right, an afternoon it. or morning. Okay. So you have plenty of time. Gotcha. Nothing to do. No homework. No obligations. What does Team 49 do together? You have money is no object. You have... All the options in the world was Team 49 going to do together. You know, I think we're going out to Andy Moore and we're going to, you know, set it up like it's South Beach of the Big Ten and we're going to put some bathing suits on over our practice clothes and we're going to set up a net and play some volleyball over it and, um, you know, maybe get a little kiddie pool out there going with some noodles Ooh. and goggles and we're just going to have a big beach day on the field and, you know, get some reps in while we're at it. But I love that. It, it's, it's, a, it's a ball. The, I bet the coaches would love that you're still there. They might make you put in a little work though when you're when you're if you're still at. <laughs> well, Andy that's Moore. the best part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, looking forward to this weekend um, against Valpo and um, Western Illinois. What are you guys looking to do as a team? How are you guys looking to kind of grow in this series this weekend? Yeah, I think all facets of the game for us, we're just going to try to have them at a high and 
um, double-digit hits, lots of stolen bases, shut down defense, um, and then pitchers just really going at hitters and attacking them. And, um, you know, I think having all keys of the game, obviously you're going to be successful, but I think this is a weekend to do it out big on Andy Moore and uh, hopefully have a really great home crowd there to support us. And home opener, and this is going to be your last home opener at IU. What are you kind of looking forward to? How are you going to go out and soak that all in? I think just, you know, the fans there and just being able to be be in Bloomington and it be a great weekend. And, um, you know, our little sis program is something that I really adore. So um, seeing some of their faces in the stands is going to be really awesome, too. But just the people that come and support us since we didn't really get to have that last year, um, I think is really going to mean a lot this year. And it's going to be a really great way to close out my senior season. Could you tell me a little bit more about the, uh, the little sis program? Yeah, Just absolutely. What that is and what you guys do. Um, so it's essentially a pen pal system with mm-hmm. little girls in the community. Some aren't in Indiana. I have two out of staters um, that I get to write to, but we write letters to them every two weeks, and they get to write us back. And so then we'll have a little sis day, and they'll come out to the field and get to be out there with us for the national anthem and we just celebrate them but uh coach likes to say if you can see her you can be her and so these little girls you never know what they're going through on a daily basis um but just the opportunity to impact their lives and then you know they impact ours as well um and so having that uh you know that friendship with someone um is really special yeah and i mean last question just kind of going off of that as you have the espnw on your phone (laughs) um and softball is just just really been growing, especially there was a lot of viewership in these first few weeks. But I mean, aside from that, what do you, how do you see your role as a woman teaching younger girls and younger women, young adults, just kind of growing up? How do you see yourself as a role model, kind of taking the field? You know, if you can, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you said it spot on right there. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Um, but I, I do want to stay in this game for as long as I can. And no matter what that looks like, I, I think that softball, like you said, is a growing sport. And, um, you know, I hope and pray that it continues to just grow and thrive and hopefully one day be right up there with the baseballs of the world. And um, I, I think we're well on the right path to that. But I want to be a part in that change and that impact and um, to see this sport just continue to skyrocket. All right. Well, I- I want to finish up here with one question because I thought this was a funny moment when I was kind of doing doing player interviews here and each each senior that walked up kind of had a had a different aspect to them and I want to see if you can guess which senior did this. Oh goodness. So they came out of the locker room with a big jug of water. I already know who it is. And they said I said, "Wow, I like the jug of water." And she said, Got to stay hydrated. That's pretty poor. Yeah? That's pretty poor. That- she's still got her jug of water with her. She's trying to drink like a gallon a day, and she's doing pretty great at it. But, I mean, she walks around with that thing and doesn't put it down. All right, let's see if you can go two for two. Okay. I'm the oldest of six girls. I take a lot of pride in being a great role model. Juvia. There you go. All right, you two know, for two. She's mom on the team. She's mom to her sisters. All right, anything, any last things you want to say to the fans and people listening about this team? about you kind of going out ahead of this year, ahead of the home opener? Yeah, you know, I just want to let people know that um, this is a special group, and I encourage you to come out and to watch us play. And, uh, you know, we won't disappoint you with our energy and our excitement. And um, softball's a growing sport, so come support the Hoosiers. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll have you again on this year, and I'll have to have to come up with some more questions, see if you can get the whole the whole team. Thank you so much to Grayson Radcliffe, and you can catch her and the entire team out there this weekend. Thanks so much. Thanks, Max.
All right. Well, thank you once again to Grayson Radcliffe. That was a lot of fun talking to her. Hopefully we'll have her again on. Nope. All right. Well, again, that was Grayson Radcliffe. Thank you so much to her for coming on and joining me on the first episode of the Indiana Softball Podcast. Looking ahead to this weekend, the Hoosiers open their home stand at Andy Moore Field. They host Valparaiso and Western Illinois this weekend. They play Valpo and then two games against Western Illinois, and then they close out with Valparaiso once more. Another fun weekend of softball, and the weather has been fantastic so far in Bloomington. Looking forward to checking that out. You can watch the games on BTN+, Plus, or you can listen to Derek or I, and you can find that link on iuhoosiers.com slash sports slash softball, and then you can just go to the schedule page and a link will be there. That's going to do it for me for this first episode of the Indiana Softball Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week to recap the series against Valpo and Western Illinois, and then we'll look ahead to their next matchups. The next time they play is going to be in Louisville, Kentucky against Central Michigan, Ohio. They'll have a rematch against Louisville, and then they wrap up the weekend against Eastern Kentucky. But first, we have this weekend against Valparaiso and Western Illinois. Thank you so much for joining, and again, thanks to Grayson Radcliffe for doing this interview. That was a lot of fun. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we hope you'll tune in again next week when we're back with the Indiana Softball Podcast.